Cam Cam, my old buddy. Happy April Fool's Day to you, sir. Hey, hey, to you as well. You sound peppy as normal. You high? It's, <laughs> it's pretty light. Hey, Cam, this is a special episode. I know I say that a lot of the time, but this every is time. really uh, every time. But this <laughs> is actually a really special episode because today is April Fool's and. You know, instead of playing a trick or a practical joke, some Holland Christian high school teachers miss their classes so much that they're willing to make fools of themselves just to maybe make their students smile or maybe even laugh. We'll see what happens. Hey, whatever it takes to bring some joy into these days. Amen. So here's the deal. We're going to hear a collection of embarrassing moments from the lives of a couple handful of teachers. Sounds good. Let's get to it. All right. Here we go. So, Mr. Lagaway, what do you have for us, my man? What's your uh, what's the story you've got? So I have a rather bad track record when it comes to my slacks or my pants, especially (laughs) at school. The first one was my senior year of high school. It was in the middle of a production of The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. I was playing the role of Peter. Congrats on being Peter. Oh, thanks. Uh, I'm I'm about the oldest, so, you know, typecasting. And I had to be engaged in some sort of combat with the White Witch in one of those scenes. And this was the last night, Saturday night performance. (laughs) Um, but it was was the last night and I, as I fell to the ground, because I was unable to defeat the white witch by myself, right? Needed Aslan, um, fell to the ground and, uh, split my pants and (laughs) the wardrobe door came open. Exactly. Uh, looked down and I was like, Oh, I I could see a little bit of a window underneath the zipper. And I was like, that's not good. (laughs) Um, there were some, some girls in the front row taking pictures with a disposable camera. (laughs) Hopefully the pictures got destroyed. This is um, while you were a teacher? No, this is when I was a senior in high school. Oh, yikes. So, so <laughs> not good. And now I, I was a smart guy, right? So I, I had my big old shield, and I was like, no problem. Yep. I got the rest of the scene. I'm going to cover it up with a shield. Not a problem. Oh, got off stage, and we had to go change because we had to do the whole, like, aging into till we're older kind of scene. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I got into the changing room to change, discovered it was not just a small rip below the zipper. It went from the zipper all the way back to the belt loops in the back. And so, no way. You're talking a full tear. Oh, full <laughs> tear. Full so covering it with a shield in the front was about. not going to work. Yeah. Then then fast forward to my days of teaching at Holland Christian High School. And in I, I don't know what year it was, but there was one year some of my students after school were playing some hacky sack. I decided to join them. You know, playing hacky sack in slacks is not a good idea. And lunged for one of the hackies and... Uh, split my pants and had to just (laughs) gently walk away while facing them and saying, all right, I'm done for now, backing out. You've torn your pants multiple times. That's amazing. Yep, yep. Well, and then the the third story, or the second, I'm not really sure what the order is, is very similar, and it was around the same time in the same school year that the hacky sack incident happened. Sat down on my chair to do some grading, and they split open. All I did was sit down. Nothing weird. Just Um, I know, right? Not so, very like, reliable pants. Not the same pants. You know, what maybe brand, the same what, brand. What kind of pants do you buy, Caleb? I'm going to make sure I never yeah. buy those. But exactly. I have no idea. They were black or khaki. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> After the third one, I mean, I told my students about it, and they had already heard about the hacky sack incident. So then I just spent the rest of the day teaching while sitting down and zooming all over the place. 
Um, and students thought that was funny. But then the fourth incident was on the famous Stromboli Day, which is the best hot Ooh. lunch out there. And mm -hmm. reason number 47 why I'm sad that we're in lockdown, uh, no Stromboli, and um, was bringing the Stromboli to my yeah. desk because evidently I had to do some sort of work during lunch. It was a busy day. And um, the sauce tipped because, you know, when one's trying to juggle a variety of things and the sauce uh, spilled all over my pants. So then I had to... <laughs> go into the uh, teacher bathroom and then douse myself with lots of water and lots of towels in order to wipe it all off. I don't know. I, I have a bad relationship with pants, I guess, especially when it comes <laughs> to being in schools. Yikes. Something about, yeah, there's, it's just as a teacher in a career, it's like something's going to happen bad with your pants in this time. So just, you got to kind of bite the bullet. Sounds like you've bit the bullet at least three times in your teaching career. Absolutely. You need to teach and maybe go to, is it Scotland where they have the kilts? They could just, <laughs> you know, not, not for me, but, uh, I maybe, maybe a backup pair in the, in the closet or something would be a good solution. <laughs> you should have a little, a little extra lost and found pants collection for teachers. For I, I've heard rumors. I've heard rumors of costumes from the costume room being loaned out to teachers that have had wardrobe malfunctions of really? some sort. <laughs> if a teacher is all of a sudden wearing Joseph's Technicolor dream coat, you know that <laughs> something happened. Coffee over the front, you know. Anna Borsma. Anna, you don't have any embarrassing stories, do you? Of course not. <laughs> Uh, well, I worked at the Pinnacle Center for many, many years, um, and at the very beginning, it, one skill that they wanted you to learn was to carry heavy trays with one hand. Now, I being, I know, being the not quite so athletic individual, it made me very nervous to do so, um, and so I procrastinated a long time, but I knew I had to just do it. So I promised myself when I went into work one evening that I was, before the end of the night, going to carry a tray using only one hand. Can't they give you a Velcro gloves or something? I mean, isn't <laughs> no. there some teeth? That, that would be nice. It actually is a lot of physics for how to do it well, because it's all oh. about center of mass, like how you stack your plates. You got to put the heavy ones right <laughs> by where your hand is and all of that. So they taught me the method. I was just too afraid. And I got to the very last tray of the night. Now the very last tray of the night is taking away all the water glasses. So it's an entire tray uh -oh. of just water glasses. Yes, you can see the, the sadness coming. <laughs> um, but I was stubborn. I was like, I told myself I was gonna do it. So I'm gonna do it. Um, so I picked up the tray in one arm um, and then I picked up the tray jack in the other arm and I started walking. And the tray jack uh, like hit a chair or something on the way. Um, it bumped something. And so it kind of threw me off and I got a little like thrown off balance. And because of that, all the water sloshed forward and the tray started coming down. Oh no. And it was like it all went into slow motion and it just shattered. There's water, there's glass flying everywhere. And the worst part is that I was standing right in front 
of the grandma at the wedding, and this was in the middle of the father-daughter dance. Oh, no. Did did the dance keep going, or did all eyes kind of go (laughs) to you at that point? Uh, The dance kept going, but there was definitely everybody who was not dancing was definitely looking at me. Um, the, the grandma was a little, uh, shocked and flustered and confused. Like, I want to watch this dance, but... But there are shards of glass in my flesh. (laughs) You know, (laughs) there's that. So, uh, yeah, I was pretty shaken up. That is for sure. Um, and my manager just came out and looked at me and realized that I was such a wreck that she just said, go in the back room. And I was like, but I'll help. And she's like, no just just leave Um, (laughs) um, yeah yeah that that was that was a little rough but that's okay i still worked there for many years everyone dropped something at some point um and i never ever did anything like that again I, i had a very good record for not dropping things keith buddy boy here i am you've got an embarrassing story for us I I think so. I think at least it's embarrassing to me. So the story goes like this, Bryant. Um, I'm in my second year of Hebrew language class. And at this point, I'm still kind of getting familiar with pronouns. And it happened to be just like the perfect storm of a day that before class, I had to go to the Ministry of Interior uh, in the state of Israel to get our, my family's visas in order. And so I I get to the Ministry of Interior and there's a lot of lines. And then I'm also thinking about my class lessons for the day at the university. Um, And so I I finish up this Ministry of Interior bit. I get on a bus. I, I, you know, make it through town, get to the university. And as I'm running through campus, I see one of my language uh, Hebrew teachers and um, I, I, I want to go to say hi to her because, you know, you never see teachers outside of the classroom. So I go to her and she's pushing a cart with a baby inside. And so I, you know, in my moment of trying to get to class on time, I, I say, ah, Zabenshili. And I just kept running. And I made it to my other class, and I'm sitting down, and as I sit down, I think about what I said to my teacher outside, and I realize, oh my goodness, I just told one of my teachers that I had her child. <laughs> you had her child? Like, in what? No, like I, like I was the father of her child. <laughs> like, just, hey, let, wanted to let you know, and then run on by so i i yeah i came up to her and i said ah this is my child and then i just kept running away (laughs) oh so that would be like me at meyer and i see somebody i run by like hey by the way that's my baby and just keep on going yes and here's the deal i felt really bad about it so the next day i went to go see her and try to like explain myself like oh man you know i i just forgot the pronoun um, this is your child or is this your child kind of thing. Um, and, and I, as I'm explaining to her, she's just looking at me just dead faced. And after I tried to explain myself, she said, you don't know the problems you create for me. And, <laughs> and I, and I said, 
well, well, what do you mean? And she said, my mother-in-law was standing right there. And she thinks, <laughs> she thinks that this baby does not belong to her son. No. So that she like, she she kind of made me feel bad for a second before she, before she said, no, it's no problem, you know. Learn that, work on your pronouns. Bree Wimmer. Bree, you have shared an embarrassing story or two from the chapel stage, if I'm correct in my thinking. I sure have. Yeah, that's, um, you know, I, I use what I've got, and I've got lots of those in my life. So, <laughs> so the story takes place in middle school. Um, my parents wanted me to make friends because I didn't have any, and so they encouraged me to join an extracurricular which obviously um, became my church's semi-competitive puppet team because that's like the coolest extracurricular ever. Yeah, um, that's where all the cool kids hang out, I've heard, so. The, yeah, so yeah. I, the church's semi-competitive puppet team. Yes, so semi-competitive wow. because most of the year we would just perform like beautiful little skits around town and stuff and just really like change lives with our puppeteering. <laughs> um, but then once a year thousands, we went, thousands. oh man, so many people. I tell you what, I, I was, uh, it was a pretty big deal. I mean, I don't like to brag or anything, but we were known by tens of people, I bet. So yeah, it was a big deal. Um, but then once a year we would go to the Puppet Olympics, which is where we would travel oh, a couple hours away. Oh, it was a big deal. I've um, seen it televised, but I've never been there in person. Yeah, no, it's it's usually on, I think, ESPN. Um, <laughs> it's, I believe, is where we normally find that, yeah. Um, and so we went there one year and you kind of go and you participate, you, um, you perform your piece and then you get judged by a whole bunch of people. You know, these are adults who choose to like know enough about puppeteering to like judge oh, little kids. Man. Yeah, yeah. So it's I mean it's a pretty competitive environment. And so um, we were there, and I started not feeling well. And at first, I thought it was nerves, you know, because this, like I said, is a oh, pretty yeah. big deal. All the camera crews and such. Oh, um, I don't blame you. Yeah. So I, my stomach was kind of upset, and I slowly realized that it wasn't just nerves, but I was getting some sort of a flu or something. The problem, the first problem, well, no, the second problem, I guess, was on this group of kids and adults who choose to be puppeteers, um, I somehow was the weirdest one. Like, nobody really wanted to hang out with me, which, like, looking back, I'm like, that's fair. That's, oh, yeah, no, it's, you know, every group's got to have an outcast, and I was the outcast of the uh, puppet team. I mean, like, I was, I was an annoying kid. Like, I don't, they made a wise decision to not want to hang out with me, and so, when I started not feeling well, I think everyone else was kind of like happy to get rid of me for a second. And so they threw me into this random, like we were in a school somewhere up north. And so I remember it was like a math classroom and I just took a nap on the floor of this math room, um, which already by itself was pretty embarrassing. But then long story short, I end up waking up and running to the bathroom because I got super sick. And it was one of those like, which end do I point at the toilet sort of a situation, <laughs> you know? Um, classic, we've all been there. Oh, classic. Um, and I don't wanna go into too much detail, but let me just say that um, I both chose right and chose wrong all at the same time, <laughs> you know? Um, and so I knelt there and was like throwing up pretty violently and at the same time, how do I say this in a ladylike way? I don't know, I really um, don't. 
filling my pants. Is that ladylike? <laughs> um, and so then, you know, I was in this bathroom that was like kind of an out of place way. And so nobody came to check on me. And so again, I just sat there in my own um, waste, I think. Waste, yeah. Proper. Yeah. And so I was like, I don't know what to do. And so I just froze. And so I just like crouched there for a couple hours um, at puppet camp by myself, just thinking through some of my life choices. So oh, this might get more listens than the Ray Vanderlaan episode. That was really good. Oh, yeah, I hope a lot of people hear this story. <laughs> well, Cam, how about that? How do you think about your teachers now? That was good. I definitely uh, am able to see them a little differently than before. But what I really <laughs> want to know is, do you have any embarrassing stories you'd like to share? No, you know, I wish I did. I've just had, you know, kind of a, a flawless 31 years so far. So Yeah, well, oddly enough, I remember you telling some class of yours that you were on a, in a band at one point. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay, and, um, so I remember that you said you would refuse to share any details of this band experience unless there was a national emergency of some sort. Yeah, that was my way of saying you'll never ever hear my band, our music. Yeah. Well, look where we are now. Oh my goodness. Okay, Cam, so here's the deal. I'm embarrassed about very few things. I'm a pretty confident guy, but I was in a band in eighth and ninth grade and this mm. is like the one thing i it's not even like oh a little embarrassing i feel sick when <laughs> yikes when See, I those are like this. those are the best years of your life though aren't they eighth and ninth grade no you know people always <laughs> tell you follow follow your dreams don't follow your dreams you'll regret no. it later it'll come back to yeah, haunt you it's really that bad Okay, our band name was The Spunk Bunnies, Cam. The Spunk Bunnies. For our first year and our second year, we changed our name to Aisle 5. Why Why did you change the name and why Aisle 5? What is I that? I was walking in the grocery store and I thought, oh, Aisle 5, that's kind of a cool band name. <laughs> and <laughs> That's awesome. But Cam, I sang on a bunch of cds and we sold them at our school people actually bought them yes i so badly want to go track down every one of them and burn them in a big fire (laughs) it can't be that bad do you have any like samples of the song cam only because we're in the middle of a pandemic i'm going to do this in the hopes that it can make a couple students out there smile this is essentially my official resignation from Holland Christian. I have to now leave the country, actually, after this airs. It can't be that bad. Here's a little sample for you. No, oh, I can't wait to hear this.
no way. There's no way that's you. That's so funny. Cam, this is not funny. It's been fun doing this podcast with you. Uh, I don't know what else to say. Yikes. Yep. I'm going to move somewhere where they've not heard of aisle five or spunk. (laughs) I I didn't think it could be that bad, but (laughs) I mean, at at first, like, you know, the music's not too bad. I was like, okay, this this has potential. Yeah. The sad um, part is the other two guys in the band are actually really talented musicians now and one of them is a pretty talented vocalist. I'm just like, what the heck? I, unfortunately, my Achilles heel was confidence back in middle school. And oh, yeah, yeah. I, it's it's come back to haunt me for sure. Yeah, you, you chose the wrong thing to do. <laughs> That's no good. Well, Cam, we better sign off here. Happy April Fool's Day to you. Yeah, hey, to you as well. It's uh, It's been fun. It's been fun knowing you. Yeah, hey, go Maroons. Go Maroons. We need that history.